Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Preview. Preview. Time for a throwdown. So let's get it on. What's happening, everyone? Thanks for checking us out this week for the Get More Sports College Football Throwdown. You know why we're all here today? Getting ourselves plans to help a cap make some scratch this weekend. We're breaking down the games, giving out some plays. So, again, for everyone out there, I am EJ the Rainmaker, director of Get More Sports. I'm the one keeping all these writers and podcasters here at the site in order. And one of them happens to be my man, Eric the Hunt Anderson. Covers all the auto racing around here, and as well as being responsible for all those previews that you saw going up this week at GetMoreSports.com. Eric did a great job putting up a ton of games for everyone to take advantage of this weekend. We're going to discuss some of those games this year. Man, Eric, we got a great weekend. This is crazy, man. Big, big games coming on, man. How are you doing today? Great today, man. I'm doing, I'm doing fabulous. I was great. I was more than happy to do those articles for Get More Sports. You know, man. football fever is in full swing, man, and uh, we got a lot of games this weekend that are pretty interesting, a lot of teams of contrasting styles. We got a big game in the big house. We got a couple academies playing each other, and it all culminates with Louisville, Clemson, and Death Valley, man. I'm pumped. My God, man. What a game. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. That's a, I mean, that's a game and a half. That Louisville-Clemson game has got to be the most anticipated game of the weekend, of course, on game day. Decides to let you know that they're going to be in the, on the premises going into it. And Lee Corso is going to be making a pick there. Oh, Eric, man, I'm kind of interested to see what Lee Corso is going to – man, it's time for the big helmet gear. What, what's he, what headgear do you think he's going to put on this week, man? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, that's going to – it is such a tough game to call. That game could go either way. We got yeah. two – you know, two of the most explosive quarterbacks in college football. Uh, yeah. You know, we're going to find out uh, – We've been seeing it all year. We're going to find out what Lamar's all about. We're going to find out what Lamar's all about. Well, I think we're going to find out what Lamar's all about. Uh, that defense is pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, pretty good, man. Going to Death Valley is no easy task. And uh, let's start with the two Friday night games, man. Two big, you know, this Stanford-Washington game ended up being a pretty big game here. Washington's ranked ninth in the country. I have no idea why because they haven't played a goddamn team yet. Uh, this Washington being ranked in the top ten is the most singular hysterical thing I've ever seen. Dude, Stanford walking in there. Getting three and a half points tonight, huh? Ah, uh, forty-four and a half on the total. I, I actually see it's up to forty-five now. I don't know if people are doing that. I, I, obviously, someone out there is moving that line, so it's up to forty-five now. Eric, what the hell is Stanford doing? Even getting points here at all? Minus three and a half for Washington, man. You gotta beat somebody. You gotta play somebody before I even remotely. Obviously, last week I faded Stanford. I thought they might, you know, get, get their first loss of the year dealt to them last week. Didn't happen, and I'm not just going to all of a sudden say, you know what, I, now I still think Stanford's going to lose that game. No, 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 no. 
Stanford's not losing this game. I don't think Stanford's going to be losing to Washington at all. But I, I know I'm personally putting this three and a half on the board. Uh, what ideas do you have? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty funny. You know, last last uh, weekend, if you watched half of the panel, took Arizona to beat Washington, and they game near dead. I mean, it took Washington overtime to go in there and you know and beat them. I, I, I yeah, with the overtime. I mean, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Rainmaker. I mean. Stanford, pretty strong team. I mean, so Washington's getting all this love, I guess, because they're playing at home in that raucous maniac stadium. I, I, that's what I yeah. can think of. I mean, yeah. you know, it, they've been putting up their share of points. I'll give that to the Huskies. Yeah, play someone, man. Impress me. <laughs> so far, I don't see it, man. I'm sorry. I, I'm putting Stanford in the plus three and a half on the board here before we move to the Toledo BYU game. Are you going to make a play on this? you got to be coming Stanford with me here, no? Yeah, I really am. Uh, the three and a half yeah. is just too much for me to look away from. Yeah. I, you know, and, and I just want to make a point here. I really do think that Jake Browning's having a heck of a year. 14 touchdowns, yeah. two picks. He's going to be over 1,000 yards after this game. They stay balanced. They run the football. You know, we got three effective backs over there. I think it's going to be a really close game, but you're going to give me the Cardinal and you're going to give me three and a half? I don't care if you're <laughs> on the road, you're on the moon. I don't care where you are. I'm taking the Cardinal and the three and a half with you. Yeah, of course we are. All right, man, you rode up the Toledo-BYU game, and uh, we see three and a half here also for BYU as a home favorite in 52. And, uh, Eric, let me tell you something about this 52 I'm staring at, man. I, 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 you know, I know you might have a different direction here because I saw – obviously, I read your write-up, and I know what you're doing here. I'm, I'm, you know, Toledo should be able to hang with them. I, I agree with your write-up, and I, I definitely understand what you're talking about. But uh, 52, man. <laughs> Shut up, man. Listen, if you're telling all these mistakes, did you, did you watch BYU last week, man? Taysom Hill is not the guy. I, I know everyone's out there, you know, all this experience he brings back. And he's just, experience of what, man? He's been sitting there watching football for two years. I'm sorry. 52 points. Toledo's going to get theirs today. Let me tell you, tonight Toledo's going to get theirs, man. BYU's going to find a way to score, obviously, on Toledo as well. 52, Eric? Shut up, man. I love this over. And I know where you're going, so I'll let you go. <laughs> you know, I couldn't agree with you more. I really do. I think Toledo's going to hang right with BYU. This is yeah. a this is a salty Mac team. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Mr. Woodside over there, their signal caller, is taking care <laughs> of the football. That's that's something Taysom Hill hasn't done for a couple of years now. And I'm telling you, yeah, BYU's opportunistic defense. We all know about BYU's defense. We also know about that grueling schedule they went through. And I'm telling you, it, was it, uh, were we talking somewhere around the very first week of the year, one of us found a stat where last year the quarterback for Toledo got sacked four times all year? Yeah. I Good luck yeah. putting pressure on a kid that's thrown one pick all year. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. Toledo's going to be able to hang right with him, man. I really do. Yeah, their offensive line, uh, pretty good, man. You want to, you know, And obviously, if you play on moving the football or doing anything with your quarterback or doing anything with running the ball, Five guys up front better be your guys, and Toledo has those guys, man. I, yeah, I'm completely with you here, man. I think Toledo's going to be able to hang with BYU just because, again, Taysom Hill's not looking like the guy that we all kind of thought he'd be with all this experience bringing back in there. Yeah, you mentioned the record or the um, schedule too, man. We know BYU is always going to have this weird record because of where they play in that, you know, in that, uh, that inner. Man, why are they even in that division? Uh, why, why isn't BYU in the Mountain West with everybody else over there where they should be? I still don't even get that, Eric. I, I just, Get in the conference, man. Stop being this independent crap. I don't, I don't understand that at all. Number one, man. Number two, 
Taysom Hill's not the guy, man. He's already proven that he can't be the guy. I, I, I'm not impressed. I'm, you know, when we started all this stuff, we, we thought Taysom Hill was going to be coming out and, and, and putting up some numbers and being impressive. After seeing what he did last week, and I get it's a different situation week to week here, man. He looked terrible. That was disgusting, man. And that, that, that's all I can resonate in my head right now. I'm thinking back to what the hell was he doing? If you're going to give me that, that, that those many turnovers with a Toledo team that can certainly move the ball, with a BYU team that we know can move the ball, BYU's defense isn't all that in a bag of chips, in my opinion, man. Well, I'm taking this over 52. You're taking Toledo to cover, though, right? Yeah, I, I'm picking the four and a half and Toledo to cover. I think they're going to be able to stick with them. Like I said, you know, I, I really think BYU has lost a lot of faith in case of hell, and I think they're going to be yeah. looking to run the ball. Why wouldn't you? With, you know, I mean, that's what they do. That's what that's what the Cougars have to do. Jason Hill's getting yeah. other teams touchdowns, for goodness sakes. How many times yeah. can you allow a short field? Really? Yeah. So, you know, Jamal Williams is going to carry the load, and he is a workhorse, and we've seen what he did last, you know, last weekend. I mean, he was a man among boys out there. But if you really take a good look at this Rockets team, they are evenly balanced. They are gorging opposing defenses to 516 yards of contest. That's going to get BYU's defense all they want and more. I don't see why this game can back and forth, uh, you know, well over 52. And I just see Toledo getting their fair share. I'm taking Toledo and the four. I got in the four and a half earlier in the week. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I know we were talking about they're down to three and a half now. I, I remember talking to you when you were doing the write-up and you put the four and a half on the board. So I definitely know nothing you can really do about a line move. But they're still getting the field goal and change. So I, I don't see why that would deter anybody. Cool. I move, move the line up to four if you really feel that way about it. But, uh, yeah, let's move on here, man. Uh, you know, that K-State-West Virginia game. <laughs> now, obviously, that, oh, man, this is a great game. Two and a half point favorites, West Virginia are at home, man. 54 in a total here. And, uh, man, uh, a little bit of a weather concern, Eric. Uh, you know, uh, we saw Delaware last night got absolutely pounded. And all over, man, from Michigan all the way over here in New York and Boston and all this kind of stuff, it's raining everywhere, man. I mean, the rain could be affecting so many games this weekend. Even the Michigan game is supposed to be affected. The West Virginia game is supposed to be affected. We're going to talk about that Michigan game in a minute. But, uh, Eric, two and a half here. This K-State defense is for real. We've talked about it. But I think twice out of the three game, uh, three shows that we've done, we brought up K-State in that defense, and looks like you're going to be turning right, right where I expected you to turn. Yeah, as of this podcast, they're coming into Morgantown, the number one defense in the country. So, you know, it's, it's business as usual over there at Kansas State. We know they're one of the best coach teams in all football. They have been. And we also know that, you know, they are anything but excited on offense. Jack Hurts is struggling, the running backs are struggling, the wide receivers are struggling. It's no secret what they're going to try to do. We have a classic, another contrast in styles here, where they're going to come in, try to control the clock, run the football, make plays, offensive plays, off of play action, and let their defense win the football game. West Virginia's going to come in, spread you around. They have a, a lot of talented multi-talented offense, or the players on offense, I should say, and they lost eight starters off their defense. So, you know, it's it's a tough game to call, and it's going to be which team can oppose as well. That's the way I look at it. All right. So, uh, you know, like I said, man, you're the one with the write-up on the site, and you're the one with the play on the board this week. I'm letting you take over here, man. I, the weather is obviously a little bit of a concern, obviously. Some people have uh, – yeah certain feelings about how they feel about playing totals and weather. Some people love an under for a certain reason. Some people love an over for a certain reason. 
you know, I guess there's a 50 50 split as to why, you know, why you would support a, a, a totals play in the weather. We, 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 and you and I have been talking about this for years, man. What, you know, what, what supports an over in the rain? What makes it so much easier to hit a, an under in the snow and all that? We, my God, man, how many times have we discussed that? So with, with weather being a little bit of a concern here, man, what, what, you know, what, what is your play going to be for this game? Earlier in the week, once again, I got in early, and I got yeah. K-State at three and a half. Now the line has changed. And as this time of this podcast, it's not at three and a half anymore. So I'm, I'm blessed that I got in earlier on that. But uh, I also was starting to wait towards the total there. And, you know, with I'm just using a little logic here. And with K-State struggling to move the football and a young West Virginia defense that's going to benefit from that, the number yeah. one defense in college football who – Already had a nice look at uh, Christian McCaffrey. And we know, even though McCaffrey's stats looked a little bit inflated, they pretty much had him wrapped up to three minutes up in that fourth quarter. I don't think uh, Mr. Howard over there is going to have an easier time as he did against BYU. I like the under in that game. I do. I just like the under 54. I, I'm glad I got the three and a half. It's down now. Under a field goal. I'll take the under. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. To, it's really hard to argue with you, man. I, I, I don't. I don't know if I'm actually going to play this game yet. Uh, I know weather concerns are a little bit of a factor for me here. But number one, you. I mean, the West Virginia defense. Obviously, you know, was, was Taysom Hill. You know, uh, how much responsibility was Taysom Hill actually for those, those 35 points that they put up? And we, we, I mean, we saw how that game ended and how that fourth quarter went. And you know, would, would, would West Virginia put up those 35 points without some of the advantages they had because of their defense? I mean, and can, can you blame Taysom Hill, or, or do you actually give credit to the West Virginia defense a little bit? There's obviously, you know, there's, there's, there's both there. So, yeah, I, I like this play. 50, under 54 is a nice play, man. I mean, neither one of these two have given up a lot, man. Obviously, Youngstown State, you really can't go too much by, but shutting down Missouri is very nice, even though Missouri's not, you know, anyone that's going to be feared this year. But, uh, Eric. Nothing last week, seven the week before. And, and, and again, you know, cupcake teams, we know this. I like that. Because of the weather, though, the, I, I like your play here with the under, man. I think it makes sense. I, I'm glad you got that uh, three and a half in a little bit earlier because it's nice when you have three and a half. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if some people might even just take this just to get the field goal, push it up to three to at least ensure you're getting the field goal here because you have the K-State defense on your side. I mean, that, that's a decent play too, Eric. Yeah, you know, the Mountaineers are absolutely horrible against the spread. Their last 25 conference games are 8-17. and 17. I think the Wildcats are going to keep it close. If that's the case, I think it's going to be a lower-scoring affair. And that's, you know, yeah. that's why I'm leaving the yeah. under as my second pick. You know, I got the three-and-a-half. I'm happy, but try to get the listeners. And, you know, the Wildcats are 41-17 and 17 against the spread in their last 59 mm-hmm. conference games. I mean, we got another contrast there, too. So I don't see why the Wildcats are going to come in there, well-coached team, I don't see why they're not going to have kind of turn that into a slobber knocker and keep it close. And, you know, 54 is kind of low. I understand West Virginia likes to spread it up. But, uh, you know, K-State, man, that defense, we've talked about them all year. They're sitting at number one yeah. right now. I don't expect them to drop too much farther after this game. Yeah, and, and, and look at last year, man. Uh, that total was 54. And, and, in fact, you know what, man? These two have played four years in a row. Yeah. No 54 yet, man. I got to like that kind of stuff. I know some people are going to say, well, that means it's just due to hit soon. Yeah, you know what? Me and Eric are almost the same when it comes to play it until it stops. Because I hate the Eric. I cannot stand seeing streaks get to like 8 and 12 and 14. And you're sitting there going, why the hell wasn't I on the first 10 of these things? 
What the what the hell was I thinking about that? So yeah, I mean, dude, four times K State's beating this team. Four times we've seen the under, man. Um, okay. So you know that, that's always good to have support, man. When you got a three and a half and an under on the board, man. Uh, good player. <laughs> I like it, man. Let's move to let's move to the big house, Eric, man. Wisconsin. What the, what the hell is Wisconsin doing? Getting ten and a half, man. I you know I I, I saw your write up. I I know what you're doing here, and I know you're good. You and I are going to have to go a little back and forth here, man. <laughs> Ten and a half. I know, you're taking the first half play here. I, I see you right up, so I know what you're on, man. <laughs> weather is going to be a factor here as well. I, from what I'm seeing, Michigan weather all day Saturday looks ugly and ugly and uglier. So, man. You know, and, and now you're talking about two Big Ten teams that – I understand Michigan's offense is obviously all that in the bag of chips uh, that team can move the football, <laughs> no doubt. But it's Wisconsin and Michigan, Eric, in, 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 a, in a weather game, in a Big Ten beast of a game. This, dude, whoever wins this game is obviously in control, man. This is a big game, Eric. Yeah, you know, ten and a half is quite the ball. <laughs> oh, come on. It, it, it really is. And I'm not, and I'm not arguing that. Hey, it's quite the ball. Uh, my point here, I'll get it. I'll get it right out in the open. Is I like Michigan to be up a touchdown at halftime. Now, whether they're going to wow. cover ten and a half by the end of the game is a whole different story. You know, something yeah. that really poked out to me is the Badgers are entering this game, and I understand it was a great win. They look, you know, I I think now with Duke beating uh, Notre Dame last week, that maybe it was a little inflated how good the Spartans are. But uh, it was a good win against the Spartans. They're coming in. They got they play solid defense, but uh, you know their defensive captain and almost everything, Mr. Bagel, is not going to be playing. And West Virginia's All-American, and the secondary is back. So, you know, there, there's going to be a little advantage to the Wolverines there. Yeah. Well, I think we you know it's obviously offense versus defense here, man. I mean, obviously, you know, I took the under in Wisconsin last week. I, I wrote that game up on GetMoreSports.com. And, uh, you know, I easily nailed that under, man. I, I knew that. I didn't think there would be more than 37 points, and I, I think it was 36. So, yeah, uh, man, and that was because of Wisconsin, Eric. Uh, man, how the hell is Michigan just going to go out and put up these 45 and 51s? Eric, this is not Colorado, man. Colorado's a joke. I, I'm sorry. Colorado can't play football with anybody in the Big Ten. No chance. So, Central Florida, <laughs> Hawaii, Hawaii. Oh, get out of here, man. Stop it. I'm sorry. You're giving me Wisconsin and ten and a half, Eric. I, I don't even need to even get into a big lengthy discussion with anybody about this, man. No chance in burning snowballs in hell, dude. Or is this is Wisconsin is Michigan gonna beat this team by ten points or more? Never never gonna happen. Never gonna happen, Eric. It's not going to happen. I can't believe you're actually putting Michigan on the ball. What? Because they're at home, you think they can go into the locker room with a halftime lead? and then they're going to just play even football from there on out, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so, man. I think Wisconsin's going to have control of this game all the way through. Well, you know, I'm glad you feel so confident about your pick. Personally, I wouldn't man. feel so confident about, a, you know, Mr. Hornybrook playing his second game of his collegiate career in the big house. And yep. the defense takes the field without their team leader. Um, Mr. Spade is picking up what Harbaugh is laying down. He is efficient. He has athletes all over the place. Michigan has the better special teams. They have the more athletic defense. Let's not forget, 
Look at Jamel Peppers over there that's leading that defense. Carried the rock twice and wants more offensive plays. I don't think by any stretch of the imagination Michigan couldn't be up by seven at halftime. I, I'm not riding all over Wisconsin like you are this week. I think with a total greenhorn quarterback, you know, their defensive captain going to be out, and that potent Michigan team at home, they're going to have their hands full, and it's going to take all they can to cover that ten and a half. All right. So while you're talking about the Wisconsin quarterback, let's talk about Mr. Spike, dude, who's played how many games in his career? Give me a break, dude. Good luck preparing for the Wisconsin defense when you've played how many games? Sorry, man. You want to give me ten and a half in a big game like this between these two teams in a big house on national TV with all this on the line, two teams that are 4-0, and you're going to give me double digits? You are off your bird, man. I have no idea what Las Vegas is thinking here, man. They are way off. I'm sorry. All right, so you're going to take Michigan first half of the six, right? I think Michigan, I'm not, I'm not giving up prediction on the total. Um, as far as the ten and a half goes, I like Michigan halftime by a touchdown. And I don't think uh, our listeners should be scared to maybe think about this over. I think Michigan's going to get their points on the Wisconsin defense. I think Mr. Yeah. Clements is going to get enough to get, you know, that, that, that total is pretty low. So, you know, 44 or – yeah, I, I, I don't see anything wrong with playing that over either. But uh, as of now, what, what I like is I like Michigan to come out fired up. I think they have the better athletes. I like Michigan halftime. Yeah, oh, man, it's sloppy Big Ten weather. Oh, man, you give me 10 points between almost any two teams in the Big Ten, whether they're two big, whether they're, you know, whether they're talking about what team at the top and the team at the bottom. But, yeah, I mean, if, dude, if, if Wisconsin was playing Illinois in a, in a sludgy weather game, I might be like, hmm. How many points is Illinois getting? I mean, if it's going to be that terrible of a weather game, you know, teams cover, man. <laughs> so, like I said, again, man, 10 half is entirely too much for me to let Wisconsin sit there and not at least address it. Uh, um, so, all right, man. Well, okay, you know, at least we're not totally against each other. So, I can say good luck with your play, man. Hopefully, uh, I guess it can be, uh, you know, 17-10 halftime Michigan. And then uh, maybe, uh, what do you think? 28-27 you know, down the stretch here. Wisconsin pulls it off late. That's what I'm thinking. We'll see what happens, man. Yeah, you know, that, 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 that makes me think about your 44, too, man. That is a pretty low total there. Yeah, it really is. You know, I, I mean, I do think I do think that this is the best offense Wisconsin going to face all year. Yeah. I really do. Oh, yeah. And, and, well, and I, I, they're humming. And yeah. I, think points, I think that Michigan's going to um, score their fair share of points. Corey Clement is a hell of a running back. We know all about the offensive line over in Wisconsin. I think they're going to be able to score some points, too. I would not shy away from hitting this over whatsoever. And I do want to make another mention on what you were saying is, let's not forget, you you know me in half points. I think a lot of times they're worth the money to buy. I really do. And you know this from all the years we've done this. You're not just getting Wisconsin at 10. You're getting Wisconsin at 10 and a half. So, you know, Man. I don't disagree with your pick. And you didn't even have to pay for it. I know. Uh, how often do you not even have to buy the hook? Yeah, thanks. All right, man. <laughs> I think we bashed that game enough. All right, uh, Utah, Cal, man. Here we go. We uh, How many times? I think all three shows, Cal has made the show, whether it's been a main game show or whether it's been in our, uh, you know, our segments at the end when we talk about our uh, – 
our little favorites and all the stuff that we have going on in the show here. But uh, Utah and Cal is going to make our main board this week. Six o'clock start on the East Coast. Three o'clock afternoon game out there in Berkeley. Man, two and a half for Cal at home and sixty-five. And uh, <laughs> all right, Eric. So apparently you're not as convinced that uh, someone's going to have a decent day over there in Cal, like he's been having recently, huh? Yeah, 140 completions and 1,800 yards and 18 touchdowns later. Yeah, I, I'm convinced that Davis Webb uh, fits right into pretty that good. system over there. Yeah, it's, yeah that, that's just good. amazing. I mean, 140, 1,818. Uh, he's only got five picks <laughs> for as much as those are. It's amazing. Davis Webb is is having one hell of a year. He's going to break a lot of yeah. records over there. But this will be the best defense he's faced so far. And, uh, yeah. you know, we both know about Utah. They are for real. And not only are they for real, but they're going to have a little extra motivation coming in this weekend. Kyle Whittingham is going for his 100th victory. So we know how well coached they are. It'll be interesting to see how this goes. It's another contrasting style, DJ. Yeah, man. Uh, totally contrasting style. Uh, you know, man, obviously the Utah went over USC. Man, gosh. That, what a game that was, man. I have seen the way that went down. I'm, I'm not all that impressed with USC so far. I'm going to get into that later. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, Utah, you know, San Jose State, all right, man. And obviously the, the, the Holy War was what the Holy War is. You know, man, I, I think Davis is going to have pretty, pretty, you know, he's going to have some success here, Eric. I don't see why the the, the um, U.S. defense is going to shut him down. Uh, I mean, Eric, Davis doesn't think they're going to, he's going to shut them down either, man. They're talking about 65 for a total here. And the only way with a two-point spread that we're going to see that is both these two teams are going to have to be in the 30s to do it. And Davis doesn't think that the Utah defense is going to be able to slow down Cal, but you do, huh? Well, you know, the thing that the thing that kind of really pushed me towards taking Utah straight up to the dog here is for the simple fact I really watched a lot of Utah football last week, and I noticed, you know, they like to pound the rock. We know what they do. And, you know, the kids stepped into Mr. Booker's shoes pretty well over there. But, boy, when they yeah. have to go downfield, they were making plays all over the field. <laughs> Just take a look at the Cal defense for a second. Um, it is terrifyingly porous. They're 117th in the country in total defense. They're giving up almost 500 yards a game. And mm. that's in part because they feel the number 123rd ranked rushing defense at almost 265 yards a game. And now Utah's coming to town. Davis Webb might not see near as many opportunities as he's seen earlier on this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I see your point. Yeah. I, I, you know, yeah, well, why is Utah? Why is Cal favored, man? Why is Cal favored because they're just simply home, and that Vegas is just wanting to pull all those suckers in who are like, yeah, well, you know what? Let's just put the home favorite on the board. We'll see what the public does with it. And they didn't do much with it, man. The line really didn't move much either way. So, I mean, you you would think maybe if it, if the line setters put out the two and a half, that they you'd either expect to see a three by Friday, or an even money line by Friday. And the line really didn't move, which is kind of shocking. Man. Usually, like I said, when you see that two and a half line. There's always action on that, and usually you, you, you're either going to get the field goal or the money line is going to move. So uh, it's surprising that it didn't. So you think that Cal's the, the right play? You, you, you tell money line, Eric. <laughs> Ballsy. So what do you get, plus 120 there? Plus 150. I chumped okay. <laughs> Now, normally, I wrote this up for Get More Sports, 
You did. Normally, this game would scare the heck out of me. I have not picked Calwell this year. I probably would stay off of this. But being that I researched the game and I wrote it up for Get More Sport, I think Vegas isn't really sure what the heck's going to happen. Is Davis yeah. Webb going to be able to start shredding Utah's defense? Is Utah's defense that good? I don't think yeah. Vegas is really sure. I think that's why that I don't think anybody in the nation is really sure. I think that's why the line's pretty much sat there. But I'll tell you what. You can go back to our podcast, and you can hear me say again and again, I have been bitten in the ass too many times, taking against Stanford, who I'm taking with you today, and taking against Utah, whether they're playing at home, on the road, or on the moon. I'm not going to let the Utes bite me again. I'm taking the Utes to beat them. A field goal will do it. I think the Utes can put up plenty of points. Cal's defense is horrible. I think they're the better, well-rounded team. Horrible. I think they're the better, well-rounded team. And, uh, yeah, if you're going to put my feet to the fire, I'm taking the Utes. Yeah, you know, I don't think the Utah. I don't think Utah is going to struggle moving the ball at all, Eric. That that that's probably the best point you can make because Cal. Uh, yeah, please, please, can you can you do me a favor, man? The next time you decide to say Cal, can you not defense in the same sentence, man? That's really kind of stupid. <laughs> because man, it's just there's nothing there. You know what I mean, man? There's just nothing there to talk about. It's just yeah, Utah. That's a great thing. And I, I'm four and zero picking Cal games this year, whether it's been totals or or size. I'm going to agree with you, man. I, I'm going to come Utah money line with you, even though I, I've been as impressed with everybody else's uh, Davis Webb. He's been phenomenal, man. I, kids look great, and, and I'm certainly going to be supporting him who knows how many more times the rest of the way here. I, I assume that you and I are probably going to play Cal, you know, at least a few more times over the rest of the season. But, uh, yeah, this weekend with that team, you, you just don't fade Utah. And, uh, you know, yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, line setters, I think you dropped the ball here. I, I think they put that two and a half out there and, Really surprised the public didn't move it, and uh, that, that, maybe it'll move now that you and I are both putting Utah money line on the board. Let's see if that line moves now, man. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and if I recall, I mean, the Utes already beat you once this year with BYU. I mean, we've, yeah. we've learned the hard way with this team repeatedly. I, I, you know, enough's enough. If, if they lose to Cal and if you're giving me plus money on the better, the more well-rounded team, you know, I can live with that. But uh, we yeah. got plus money here on the better team, in my opinion. So. Yeah. Hey, Davis Webb's excited, and it'll be fun to watch him matched up against that talented secondary for Utah. It, I look forward to, you know, catching some of this game, but uh, I think when it's all said and done, the other side of the ball for Cal is going to struggle mightily. I really do. I, yeah. I, Utah, Utah can move the rock, man. Yeah, if it comes down to a last possession game and Utah has the ball, it's over. <laughs> Cal will not be able to stop that. And for anybody else no. out there, hey, you know what? If you're not impressed with that two and a half, hey, man, buy it to three. Pay, pay the extra five bucks, get the plus three, and enjoy yourself. I mean, what 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 harm could it do? Let's move on, man. Game day. Hanging out. Oh, yeah, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, this is, man. boy. Yeah, oh boy, man. Eight o'clock start. Uh, this this line moved as soon as it came out, Eric. Because Sunday night, Clemson came out as three point favorites, man. Not so much anymore. Now we're seeing Louisville minus one, minus two at some sites. Who knows if it's going to move all the way up to a field goal? And Clemson's going to be a underdog at a night game in Death Valley. What? What? <laughs> what the heck was the last time that uh, Clemson was home dogs at Death Valley in a night game? You've got to be kidding me, man. For this, everyone's attention, man. I don't think anybody needs to know about the two quarterbacks. 
because we all know about who these two guys are. Everyone knows, man. They are both the best two quarterbacks in this country. I don't think – who could you put with – I mean, we're not going to put Davis Webb in that category yet. I don't know who else you want to put in that category, man, but these two are the guys. Yeah, you know, you've got to be off your third if you really honestly think that anybody thought Clemson this year would be an underdog at home in Death Valley, especially on TV day on the night. I mean, and it's all because of Mr. Jackson. And we know what Louisville's been doing. And I'll tell you what, it is impressive. Very impressive. Deshaun's pretty impressive himself. This game right here is good. It has all the makings to be a classic. It really does. And, uh, you know, Clemson's defense is for real. This will be the best defense Louisville goes against all year, unless they make all that run all the way to Alabama. So, you know, we'll we'll see. Clemson, uh, Clemson can shut you down over there. That's a physical, fast defense. Yep. And then they decided to put 67 on the board. So, (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah. man, well, let me, let me tell you, well, I, on Sunday night, and, and I think maybe it was Monday when I saw this line out and it came out at 67, I just said to myself, what is this? How are these two defenses going to be able to deal with the massive amount of movement that these guys, who's going to stop number eight? Who's going to stop number four? Who's going who's gonna to stop? Where, man? I understand these two defenses play football against other teams. Now, against each other, can they produce this kind of defending? Eric, <laughs> why do you think game day is there? And why do you think they decided to put this game at 8 p.m., man? So the whole country can just sit back and go, holy shit, these two offenses are ridiculous. <laughs> but, man, I, you know, I, I, I put this over in so early, that, and, and I'm, I'm surprised that that didn't move. With all these line moves that we've seen from Clemson going from a field goal favorite to now an underdog, yeah. the total never moved, man. The turtle never moved I, halfway, I agree. not at all. I agree. I, I, if anything, I thought that line might have, you know, started moving down. But it hasn't been going south or north. It's just staying right where it's at. It, yeah. you know, it's, it's a really tough – Vegas is good at what they do. We know this. And this is a tough line. Yeah. This is – you know, with Clemson's defense taking this field at home, it's probably why this line isn't in the 70s. I mean, obviously, Deshaun Watson's starting to figure out what's going on over there. Gallman is due for a breakout game. We know how talented Wayne Gallman is. He hasn't put up the numbers. Frankly, Clemson's kind of near Tennessee this year. Supposed to, you know, put all these record numbers and all this stuff and all this, and they really haven't yet. They showed signs of coming around the last couple weeks, but really, Louisville's the one who has stolen their thunder. And there were even all that and more than what people thought Tennessee and Clemson was going to be. So, yeah, yeah once again, I mean, wow. Are we going to sit back and watch Mr. Jackson work against that defense? It, it's just going to be a fun game. I had yeah. my foot put the fire on this game. Again, I wrote this article for Get More Sports. It's a game that scares the crap out of me. I think he could go either way. I really do. I think it's going to be a close game. I think we could have a highlight real game. I think it's going to be close in the fourth quarter. I think both coaches are solid. I think there's going to be a way that both teams are going to find ways to score in the fourth quarter. I'm taking the over. Yeah. You know what, man? Uh, uh, Eric, 63, man. 63. 
You put up 63 points on Florida State. And, and obviously we all know, you know, we, we, we discussed that game. That was one of our featured games of the week, and we expected them to go crazy against them. We, we certainly picked them to win that game. Uh, um, 63 points against Florida State. Now, I, I know we're going to Death Valley, and, and the Clemson defense, you know, yeah, pretty good, man. Yeah, they can hold down They can hold down Georgia Tech and, and South Carolina. Okay, and, and, and Troy and all that. And all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, June, <laughs> this game's going to be 52 to 49. There's going to be 100 points in this game, Eric. Wow. Wow. You know, it very well possibly could be. I mean, Mr. Jackson is second. We don't have to give the podcasters that are out there listening, all our listeners, we don't have to go through all his numbers again. What he is no, doing this year, he um, is the high candidate. We know this. You know, our, our David Webb, I get it. He's having a great year at Cal, but he is one-dimensional. Huh. Mr. Jackson's got 25-some touchdowns, and he's splitting them in half with his arm and his feet. They have big physical wide receivers that are going to give the yeah. cornerbacks over at Clemson all they can handle. They run the rock efficiently enough to keep everybody honest. I, I agree with you. I think Clemson's starting to come around. I think yep. Dolphins do for a breakout game. I see a lot of points in this game, and frankly, I want to sit back and cheer for a lot of points. I, I really do. I want to see a great game. I want to see a classic. And I think we're going to. Yeah, we're going to. Kirk Street, if you're listening, make sure you mention that there's going to be a shootout in Death Valley this weekend, my friend, because that's what you're going to be seeing while you're sitting there. <laughs> yeah, 100 points, man. You heard it here. All right. Man, uh, yeah, I, we both like this over. There's nothing, I don't think, I'm sorry, there's nothing that can stop me unless that monsoon ends up making its way up the coast or getting involved with all that, which it shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> I don't even care, man. What's the difference? Yeah, I, luckily that weather from the Hurricane Matthews is not going to make it here until next week. So, yeah, good luck, man. Good luck in Death Valley. Points are going to be scored. Enjoy it. All right, Eric, we got our cool two big seconds here. We got our dog of the week and then all of our honorable mentions. I have a, I don't, I have a bunch of honorable mentions this week. I mean, I'm going totals all over the board, man. I have so many totals on the board this week; it's going to be crazy. And I'll, uh, I'm gonna, you want to do your honorable mentions first? You want me to shoot mine out there? Right, go for it, Rainmaker. Go for it. Okay. All right. Memphis is going to Old Miss, Eric. Did you see that total was sitting there at 69? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> Please play that over, people. You've got to be kidding me. Troy. Troy State, man. Troy getting minus seven, minus seven and a half versus I know. I guess it depends on when you see it, what book you use, when you get that play and all that stuff. Troy State's going to smack around I know like a bunch of little kids. Oh, my God, man. They're going to make them look really bad. They're going to make them look really bad, man. I mean, they're going to make them look like a high school team playing a pro team. It's going to be bad, man. I think Troy's going to absolutely destroy them and just make them look like little kids out there. Uh, seriously. Uh, San Diego State and Southern Alabama, man. <laughs> 51, huh? F- 51. And San Diego State's only putting up 10 in that first half line, I see. <laughs> I'm playing that over 51, man. I think San Diego State's going to score all 51 of those points and have their way with Southern Alabama myself. Uh, I'm sorry, man. We-, we all know what San Diego State's bringing to the table, and that team ain't clowning around. I- I'm sorry. Um, Lafayette, hanging out with New Mexico State, Eric. <laughs> yeah. I What is Vegas doing putting 64 and a half on the board here, man? Are you blind? 
I, I think the guy who, who set that line came to work drunk and just said, I'm going to quit the 64 Uh You've got to be kidding me, man. Uh, yeah, that line is hysterical. Please play that over. Yeah, there's going to be 200 um, plays. There's going to be 200 plays in that pocket. Oh, dude, there, there's no, yeah, they're going to be run, yeah, they'll run 215 plays in that game. Yes. Um, Arizona State getting 10 versus USC. I know some people are going to be like, why, why would you put USC or, or Arizona State and 10 on the board there? I don't know, because I'm not impressed with USC at all. I'm sorry. I, I'm not, USC looks like garbage. I'm not buying a damn thing that they're selling. And Arizona State, okay, you know what? I, I know they haven't played anybody. I, I get the whole they, they need to impress somebody first, and that's usually how I feel too. But USC hasn't impressed me yet. So you want to give me 10 points in Arizona State versus USC, go ahead. Um, the last play I'm going to make is Southern Miss team total. That's going to come out at about 42, it looks like, against Rice. Thank you. Uh, thank you? I'm sorry. Southern Miss is going to have a field day against Rice. Man, they're going to be growing wheat on their field when they're done. Uh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> that game, uh, Southern Miss is going to destroy that team too, man. So those are all my honorable mentions, so I'll leave my dog play for you. After your honorable mentions, man, hit me. Yeah, well, I'm going to start off with uh, a pretty big SEC matchup, and Tennessee's heading behind the hedges to play Georgia. You know, uh, neither of those defenses have shown up this year. They're not even as similar to what they were supposed to be. They put that yep. line at 54 and a half. I jump in it. I, you know, <laughs> what Georgia are you going to get, Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde? You know, I really just think you're going to get Dr. Jekyll because uh, Tennessee's defense is going to make itself. So, you're going to get yeah. me to 52 and a half. I'm going to watch that game behind the hedges. I think Chubb's going to score. I think they're going to score. I like that. I also like the Air Force Academy by a touchdown at halftime against Navy. Now, I realize what? that, hey, uh, yeah, you know, I, I realize this is, uh, this is uh, you know, a big-time rivalry. I mean, it's yeah. in the command trophy. I truly believe Air Force is a better rounded team. They're flying to the football on the defensive side of the football. Navy has been keeping games close and barely finding ways to win in the fourth quarter. So instead of really pushing that, shall we say, you know, uh, rocky area, I'm just going to try to get this one over with first. I'm going to take the better team. I'm going to take it by a touchdown at halftime. Um Another another game I really like is the Old Dominion game. I mean, Old Dominion and Charlotte. Listeners out there, take your time. Go click on it. Take a look. Enough said. I don't know why they're not going to have 45 points at halftime here. I think a 60 is a steal. I think these teams are evenly matched up, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They both give up points. Give me the Old Dominion over 60. And a few other games that I just kind of want to throw out there. It's just, so all of a sudden, Wake Forest, undefeated, going to North Carolina State, who has played average football at best this year, is 10.5 points better than Wake Forest? I don't think so. I'm thinking dog, and I'm taking the team with the momentum here. They may lose, but I don't like the 10.5. And, and the same goes for Memphis. Memphis? outright won this game against Old Miss last year. Mm-hmm. They are on a roll. They're playing great football. We both know Old Miss is another Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, except they do it all in one game. <laughs> and you're going to give me that 14 and a half? I'm going to take Memphis at 14 and a half. A lot of players returning from Memphis 
watched them beat Ole Miss last year. They participated in beating Ole Miss this year, last year. I'm going to take the 14-and-a-half points. I really do. That's what I like. Those are the honorable mentions I got for our listeners out there. Let's see what happens. Nice. All right. So we got one more one more segment to go through, Dog of the Week. And, uh, Eric, man, you know what? I'm turning. I mean, it's risky, man. I, I get to this risky a little bit. It's not really all that risky. It's not like I'm going out, out on a crazy limb here. But, Eric, tell me the last time that a road team won in the Oklahoma State-Texas team. Or, or yeah. yeah. When, was the last time, when was the last time a home team won a game in Oklahoma State, Texas? Man? Eight Isn't of the last a- nine times. Yeah, eight of the last nine times these two have met, the road team has come away with a win, man. And now you want to yep. throw in that I am not impressed with Oklahoma State at all. Listen, man. <laughs> I, I, I got the whole Cal-Texas. We, we, we discussed that Cal-Texas game. We kind of expected that to be what that was. Oh, my. And 93 points later. And uh, I, I'm sorry, man. I just don't think Oklahoma State's going to be able to hang with them. I think they're facing their third loss of the season already, man. I mean, uh, wow. Well, okay. I, I'm just not convinced Oklahoma State's a better football team here. Uh, Texas, money line, plus 120 to outright beat Oklahoma State. Not that big of a, no, not that big of an upset, man, but it's an upset nonetheless. And I'm putting Texas on the board, Eric. Right? Dog me up. Dog me up, man. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Hold on. We both know that's my son's favorite team. So, yeah, I'll definitely be cheering Longhorns with you. I think that they can uh, move the ball just fine over there. Uh, there's probably going to be a lot of points. Obviously, Vegas has it 70. Um, I like your pick. I really do. Um, they know how to play shootouts. They just play Cal. So, uh, good pick. I, I do like it. My uh, dead right dog smackdown of the week, man, is going to be Eastern Michigan. I have not. I've been trying to wrap my brain around this since I took a look at it. They're playing yeah. Bowling Green. And yeah. because the game's in Bowling Green, a team <laughs> that has got beat 10-77, to 77, they beat North Dakota. Hey, that's not the bison. That's the other white meat over there. And uh, they got pretty much manhandled by Middle Tennessee, and <laughs> they just got 77 laid on them by Memphis, and they put up a field goal. Now they're coming home, and everything's better. And they're they just open this line at three and a half. I could not believe it. The public must not believe it because it's already down to two and a half. You can keep the three to three and a half. Give me Eastern Michigan to go in there, beat them by two touchdowns. <laughs> nice, man. I mean, I, I think, you know what it is, Eric? I just think everybody – it's going to a common that are out there, not 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 guys like us who actually pay attention to stuff, man. It's just guys who just like to throw money around, and say, "Ah, I like this, I like this." You know, they think of Bowling Green the last two three years being a decent team, man. And Eastern Michigan has yeah. obviously been shit. Eastern Michigan, they've been shit for years, man. That team's been in disarray for how? It's not the case anymore, man. Uh, all of a sudden, both of these two <laughs> have gone in different directions. Bowling Green is not the team that you thought they were. They are not who you thought they were. <laughs> and Eastern That's Michigan. It. Is just a better team right now, man. I mean, I, you know, beat my own. I know some people say, well, 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 come on, man, hold on. All they did was beat Wyoming and Charlotte here at Mississippi State. It's not like it's, it, you know, they haven't done that, anything that impressive yet. But what has Bowling Green done to impress anybody, Eric? They haven't done a damn thing to impress anybody. Yeah, and, you know, Eastern Michigan, Eastern Michigan's coming into this game 3-1 and one in the West over in the back. 
three and one. And you know, the bottom line is if Central Michigan handles business at home against Western Michigan, by the way, that's a game that I'm just gonna enjoy watching for the listeners out there. I took that over by the way. Uh, they played the ninety some points last year, I believe, or at least seventy some points. Uh you might want to look into that over. If Central Michigan handles business, Eastern Michigan with the win here is going to be tied for first place in the back west. How all of a sudden did they just fall apart after beating Wyoming? They've won three of their last four, and they lost to Missouri. Okay. They lost to an SEC team. I get it. Okay. How did they just fall apart? Against a team that just got beat three to seventy-seven, I, I don't, I don't. Giving up, giving up seventy-seven twice. Man. I granted, you know, obviously the first yeah. one was a big team. We we got that, but still, man, you know, what's that? One hundred and fifty-four points in just two games alone. My God, man, it's just not the same deal over there anymore. I, I, a lot's changed. The dynamic is just gone in Bowling Green. And it's a shame too, man, because remember that team was just on track to be like a constant. They're forced to reckon with in that conference, and now all of a sudden they're just not. I mean, I, you know, obviously, look when they start the conference play here. I guess we'll see if that changes. But so far, yeah. no good. Eagles and Falcons. Yeah. Eagles and Falcons. I'll be taking the Eagles. I mean, I think they're going to snatch that yeah. bird out of the air. <laughs> all right, man. Let's get everybody out of here. Of course, uh, Eric, man, great job for all the write-ups that you did as well. And I know you got some big races. You think they're going to be able to get this race in? Do you think they'll be able to get this race in at Delaware this weekend, man? I know the weather is supposed to be pretty, pretty bad down there for your uh, NASCAR stuff this weekend. Yeah, I've been following that pretty closely. Uh, we got a sixty or a sixty percent chance of showers, uh, anywhere between forty and sixty percent. They got the practice in today, but right now it's a little damp for uh, qualifying, so that'll be interesting. I do think they're going to get the race in. They don't have lights at the Monster Mile there in Dover, but uh, I do think they're going to get in. If not, I think we're going to at least see half a race here. It's going to add a lot of intrigue into the race, a lot of pit strategy with the weather. It should be really fun. The trucks are going to go crazy over in Vegas. They're in Sin City, spinning around on that one-and-a-half-mile oval over there. Uh, you know, there's only two races left in that chase before they drop down to six drivers. That should be really fun. And uh, Kennedy's sitting right here in Dover, too. Should be interesting to see if they, they have a better chance for rain on Saturday than on Sunday. So that should be pretty interesting. Got some free UFC fights tonight, man, on Fox or on Saturday night on Fox Sports 1. I mean, we got a plethora of enjoyment this weekend. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be barbecue and have some fun and kick back a couple cold ones and uh, and enjoy all this sports festival. Nice, man. Very cool. All right, uh, Eric, we're out of here. Um, again, thanks for everybody taking time to hang out for Joe Down over out of here. And, uh, man, we have fun doing this stuff. Uh, we really hope that everybody out there appreciates you and Eric having some fun over here. And we certainly do have our fun, man. So, of course, uh, you know, we leave you with Eric, man. Uh, you know, I hope you have a pretty good weekend, man. So, you know, make it rain. Take it, yeah. Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.